Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Good morning. It's Monday, June 27th. I had a bit of an active trader pro situation. I'm a Mac user, and sometimes James from Fidelity, kudos to you. Um, I, I need to make a note of this, but essentially, uh, if you have issues and you're on a Mac, um, I, I'm not a big fan of Active Trader Pro on the Mac. I've told them it's not as responsive as I think. It's not that the data is slow. It's not that the, um, the trades get slower, anything of that sort. It is nothing like that. What it is, is, is essentially if I take, if I open up um, four or five different charts, like maybe a, a one minute, a five minute, 10 minute to try and do some, some day trading and some scalping, um, I have multiple charts open and they see, it seems to lag a little bit. And it's not the data lagging, but if I want to move the charts around the .NET framework, um, because again, Fidelity does not publish a Mac-specific uh, Active Trader Pro. It is built on a Windows.net platform. So it's, it's not the perfect solution. And when I look at my system resources, it does use up more than a Mac-specific application. So I'm not a big fan of it, but I've got 40 gigs of RAM. I've got a, you know i5 processor. I'll say that lightly because it's Intel. I'm not a big fan of Intel. Um, the Mac chips are significantly better than new ones. So, um, but I, I deal with what I have and it works perfectly. Again, I, I edit 4K 360 degree video on this thing. I, I can't complain. Um, it is, and the 4K, by the way, it's 5.7K. I think my Insta360 camera is 5.7K on the 360 video, but the 4K is from my drone. So. Uh, it, it's the, the machine is great, fantastic. And James, you know, taught me the option key and opening up the library. There was another gentleman, I forget his name, but he taught me that back in March, and I just forgot about it. So I'll make a note. But that's why I am delayed. Your futures are up. Looks like thirty points on the Dow and the Nasdaq. S and P is up by uh, nine point two in the futures. A again, we crossed that key thirty eight hundred. The 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 S&P closed at 3,900. I don't think that's a good thing. I think that 3,200 to 3,800 was a, a level. If we go up above 4,000, um, I, I don't think it's unheard of that we're going to get above 4,000. We've got a long way to get there. Um, 100 points on the S&P is not something that is going to happen today. At least I don't think it's going to happen today. If it does happen today, we're in trouble. Um, but um, if it crosses 4,100, then we're in no man's land. And I think we go back down to 3,000 rather quickly. Uh, but 4,000 to 4,100 is a testing point. Um, if it goes up to 4,100, we could see a, a big rally um, back up to all-time highs, I, I should say. 
but there's no good news in the market. Um, again, there I posted an article on Twitter. J.P. Morgan thinks that we have a 7% gain this week. Um, that's big. It's huge. Uh, they, the reasoning for it is we've just gone down too much. Uh, we'll have this rally. Uh, I think they are in the... the I, I was listening to one of their analysts say they, they seem to think that we'll have a short-term rally on this one, but um, they're getting ready for a September, August, September, October crash. If you look at every crash that's happened, the, the, the depression, um, the, the start of the dot bomb, uh, Black Monday, all of that stuff happened in August, September, October. Um, even the um, COVID recovery that happened. Remember, if you remember in two, uh, 2020, August, fantastic month. Unbelievable good month. September crash. October, eh, down. Uh, and then November, we hit the ground running again. So I think that's what you're looking at. I, if, if, I, if you were to tell me, and again, hindsight is 2020 because, um, you know, sell in May and go away would have been a great uh, thing to do um, this year. Uh, I did a podcast where I said, hell no, you're going to miss some of these runs. Well, it still hasn't happened. Maybe we wind up up from where we were in May. I don't know. But so far, we are significantly down in May and June. Um, but if you had to tell me, you know, over the course of my lifetime, uh, out of the 12 months of the year, you're going to take three months off. I would say um, September, October, maybe November. November might be replaced with August. But I would say those three, three months are the ones where I would, over the history, I'm 51, I'll be 52 in August. Uh, if you were to tell me, okay, um, 30 years, 30 years of trading, um, you know, 35, 36, whatever, however long, I, I don't keep track, but however long I've been trading, uh, which three months should you get out? Those are the three months. And again, it would probably, I, I would never get out for four months. My guess is I'd probably get out two months and get out September and October. Uh, over my lifetime, that would probably be a good thing. But I haven't done analysis. That's just my gut. I'm going by what J.P. Morgan says. Um, again, think about it. Think in your mind. What's the good news that's in the market? Is Putin pulling out of Ukraine? No. Are oil prices going down? No. Are commodity prices fluctuating? Absolutely. Um, they're on their way down. But at some point, I think they're going to continue to go higher. Um, I have, I will post this, this one particular uh, um, analyst. I asked uh, my World Bank, um, my World Bank economist. Um, uh, let's see. He says, if you want an economist's take on commodities, Check out John Baff's blogs, B-A-F-F-E-S. Um, and I, I read his blogs. We're screwed. <laughs> uh, again, I, I think you're in a trading range. Is my long-term portfolio getting killed? Absolutely. What am I down? Let me see. I sent it to my parents. Um, 
year to date. And again, this is overall portfolio. Remember, I talk about trading. I'm down 24%. Um, the NASDAQ, which I track, I think is down 30% year to date. Um, I don't have it in front of me. Uh, but let's see. Um, yeah, I can't, I can't look at it real quickly. But um, year to date, I think the NASDAQ's down 30%. So I'm down 24. I track the NASDAQ. Um, that's the way my portfolio has traditionally performed. Um, they're down 30%. I'm down 24%. So I, I'm beating it. And, and the reason I'm beating it is because I'm trading. Um, that 6% is it, it, overall performance. Um, uh, I'm up on my trading. Simple as that. Uh, Michael Burry. Uh, if you want to talk about bad markets and and kind of gloom and doom, Michael Burry, who was famous for the uh, the big short, shorting the housing crisis and making billions upon billions of dollars, uh, had an 8K filing, and he released. Um, he is long on Google, long on Meta, both of those significant new positions, and shorting Apple. Um, his biggest position. I, I forget what his biggest position was, but I remember looking at it. Um, it might've been Hewlett Packard. I don't know. But again, big, got my parents into Google um, at, at the low, told them to buy Google. I didn't buy more, probably should have, but I, I'm already in. How much am I in? God, I've got, I've got a ton of Google. Um, I think it's like close to a, well, before I, exaggerate like my friends always say um let's see where i'm at accounts and trading account positions do 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 and yeah i'm kind of back uh to being slow this, this morning but i promise um let's see google 150 so i've got a big position in google i upped it i i did miss out on the big run that they had um but i'm holding that amount now, um, there were th this week to earnings week, Nike starts off earnings week. Uh, I'm, if I trade any earnings, I will post about it on, uh, on Twitter. Let me see if I've got my earnings, earnings whisper. I thought I had it, um, pegged, maybe not. Um, yeah, I don't have it bookmarked. Oh, there we go. Earnings whisper. Um, let's see, uh, Monday, do, 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 do. Nike, Jeffries trips, Nike's the big one today. Um, let's see after I only really do aftermarket close cause I like doing aftermarket close. I don't like waking up early and trading, um, beyond air progress software. Look at Wednesday. Bed Bath Beyond on Wednesday. Uh, that's before the close. Um, nothing really that tickles my fancy. Nike is today after the market close. Ooh, Micron. That, that brings me up to a good point. Um, there was an article on Motley Fool that I posted. Three uh, stocks to buy right now. Meta, Micron, and INCY. INCY. Let's look at INCY. Let's look at these three in the uh, the algorithm. Uh, Insight, 
which is a software company. Ooh, you would have been in this one with the algorithm at 7111. What, three days ago? June 17th? 10 days ago. Um, you're at 7819 now. Micron, because they have earnings coming up. I think this one triggered. It did not, it will trigger this morning. There is a MACD cross up. Micron is a buy 58. I think this one goes to 70 on earnings. Um, that MACD is super, super low. And the RSI is uh, 42. So I like Micron. MU is one that I would, you know, uh, MU on earnings. Uh, I think this is a good one. Uh, uh, I'm going to put MU on earnings. Putting that one. I like that. Um, so those three. And, and let's look at Facebook. I think Facebook trigger, trigger to buy. I kind of told you guys about that one. Um, trigger to buy, yes, 167.87. You're trading at 170 right now, 170.39. So, okay. I had to stop there for a second. Dog's barking. Um, let's see. Let's bring up, I like this one. Um, so, oh, Tesla. Tesla's a good one. Uh, Here's my take on Tesla. Elon has not sent out his rah-rah quarter end email. If he does over the next couple of days, great. But he's usually pretty good about um, the week before the end of the quarter saying, hey, we've got to do this. We've got to make deliveries, blah, blah, blah. He has not sent it out. Look at the quarter. They shut down Shanghai. He says, hey, we could be near bankruptcy uh, because um, uh, Berlin... And um, Berlin and Texas are just sucking us dry. So what does that say about earnings this quarter? There, again, there's not good news. Uh, Shanghai has been shut down. Uh, my friend who works at Tesla said they are busier than ever. Uh, I've got a friend coming up from Fort Walton, Florida. By the way, if anyone from Tesla is listening, um, don't make people in Florida come all the way up to uh, Atlanta. It's the panhandle. There is nothing in the panhandle. Uh, he has a six-hour drive or a one-way flight. So he had to buy a one-way flight to pick up his car. Now, if something goes wrong with that car, where's he bring it for service? Fortunately, this guy is pretty good at, you know, managing money and making sure he's, he's an electrician for trade. Um, so he, he's got a good good, you know, base to get an electric car, but, uh, he's buying it. Um, he's coming to pick it up. Uh, the ironic, but the pickup process, and and this is just, Hey, I bought my car in 2018. The pickup process for his car is just as painful today as it was for me in 2018. Tesla doesn't seem to have gotten better at this. Um, they couldn't tell him which the car was. They couldn't tell him what date it was specifically delivered on. He was going for a month-long cruise. He's managed to squeeze it into this time, but he still wasn't sure when it would be delivered. And by the way, if it wasn't going to get delivered, they were going to give it away to somebody, somebody else who was, uh, you know, back down the list. So he had to be there to pick it up or else it was going to go away. I get it, Tesla, but make it a little bit more customer-friendly, especially since he's down in Florida. And his delivery specialist, like, you know, pretty much, uh, you know, pressure tactics. You have to pick this up now. Come on. But here's my take. 
Tesla hit 750. Um, right now it's at 747, and you bought it seven, you know, under six, 700. I'd probably sell it. Uh, quarter and delivery numbers will come out the first or second of July, um, and they'll announce the number of cars. They won't announce uh, financials. Uh, their earnings date is on July 25th. So you've got between then and July 25th. I think those numbers are going to be, eh. I don't know if they'll provide guidance with the numbers, but I think the stock will take a hit. I think you're looking at below 700 again. So take your profits on this one, go. I'm probably selling half my lot. Again, I, whenever it's under 700, I buy. Whenever it's over 700, I usually sell. I look for macro conditions in this one. Um, do I think it's going back to 1,000 at some point? Yes. Am I willing to? Um, lose money or, or lost opportunity to take some profits to get it to, you know, so that I protect my profits a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. 100%. So uh, that's my take on Tesla. UCO and some of this energy stuff. Now, UCO, let's look at it in the algorithm. I don't use the algorithm to trade, but you are close to a MACD cross up on this one. Um, I think you've hit close to a bottom. There's a definite bot, uh, volume shelf in UCL, but because it trades on futures, I don't trust the algorithm per se on this one. Um, but when I look at SCO, let's look at SCO in the algorithm against UCO. Uh, SCO had a buy here at $10. Uh, wait, that's not 10. That's 19. 1903. Um, you're at 22. You've got your 10%. Get the hell out. It's UCO's time to run. Uh, Boyle and KOLD. Um, Boyle is, looks like that max deed's turning up. Let's see if KOLD is a sell. Um, KOLD is not quite a sell, but it's probably close. 2314 was your buy-in on KOLD at June 9th. Damn. Great, great trade on this one. 20% on a futures contract. Uh, that's fantastic. Kudos. Kudos to whoever took that. Um, but uh, some of your energy names, Devin. Um, let's look at Devin. Is Devin a buy? Devin is not a buy. Uh, let's look at Fang. Fang is the one that, that I particularly like. They upped their dividend. Uh, that MACD was coming close. It is still coming close. It has not crossed up. That RSI is about 31. Again, I think oil's going to 514 or 140 a barrel. I think that's your play. Um, there was, an, and those are my two energy names. Let's just look, make sure I'm not uh, missing. Oh, Rio Tinto. Let's look at Rio. Um, let's look where they are. Do they have a buy in the algo? No, close to it though. 62. You got down below that 60. The low was $60.12. Um, back on June 23rd, so it was Thursday. Uh, you're getting real close to a MACD cross-up. I like this one. It's got a huge, huge dividend. Um, let's see. Do, 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 do. FCX. Stock is way, way down. Um, let's look at FCX. By the way, what are you playing today? You, uh, Uvixie or Svixie? I don't know. Today's one of those muddled days. Uh, FCX, you don't have a cross up on the MACD yet, but it looks like it might. 
Your uh, July 17th is your ex-dividend date on FCX. Hmm. Interesting. Um, MRNA. Let's look at MRNA because I think you were down on Friday. Yeah, you were down a little bit. Uh, this looks interesting. I still wouldn't buy it. You're in at 147. The MACD hasn't necessarily crossed down with the 9 under the 21. It crossed down with the 9 over the 21, so the MACD, the algorithm didn't get you out. You're in at 144. The last buy, again, was at 147. But this RSI is up at 60. I don't know that I'm looking for this one to necessarily run. Um, eh, it is what it is. I, I don't know that that's a great one. I, I was looking at some of my old notes, and there is a... Um, a uh, ETF that I, I had mentioned back in January. Um, Amplify ETF Trust inflation fighter and it's the symbol is iwin what's interesting is inflation has gone up and this one when i look at the algorithm again you wouldn't necessarily be in this one this one is a uh, an interesting one just because uh, they it seems like they launched this in in hopes that hey inflation's going to go up and we want to look at this one well um it didn't seem to work Again, this was probably a trader one. Um, and when I looked at it, oh, let's look at I I can't even look at it. It it screw that. I looked at my old notes. Um and I can't get now I can't get Active Trader Pro to work. Or I'm sorry, not Active Trader Pro. Um let's log out of TrendSpider. We'll log back in. Uh, it does not like I win. It does not like it at all. Um, we will look at. God, I can't get out of this. It's just stuck. But. Oh, well, looks like it's an end to the podcast today since Trendspider's down. Um, market just kicked open. Apple's up almost 1%, Amazon's up, Google's down, Microsoft down, Tesla up, uh, the VIX 28, uh, the VIX is up 3% today, so Uvixie is, should be up, um, Uvixie's down 1.6%, so um, that's weird, I, I, I'm not. I won't profess to be uh, advanced enough to know exactly what's going on. Um, wow. I might have to call up for some trend spider support. Error building chart. I'm having problems all over the place. Uh, so what am I looking at today? Today, I think MU uh, is a good play. Uh, it does right before earnings. Uh, looks like it's under 60. Uh, I think Devin's under 60. Um, Occidental's under 60. Again, I think oil's going to uh, 140. Uh, I think UCO is your play on that one. Um, I will look at some of these other ones. Rio Tinto, not quite yet. Um, I'm looking at, okay, there we go. We're back with Trend Spider. 
Uh, let's put pull on the algo. Uh, let's look at Apple in the algo. You had a buy at 134. Again, you're at 142. Great play. Great company to hold on to. 134 was your play. Uh, that RSI right now is at 59. Um, ArcG, uh, it is down 0.5% today, but you're still in. If you got in at 30, um, you're at 34 today. There's your 10%. Take your money. Don't be greedy. These are stocks that you're trading. Again, the ARCs, I think, are traders, uh, not something that you hold on to. Um, BABA is way up again. Ooh, let's look at BABA. What was the buy-in on this one? 94.22 was the buy on May 26th. There are gaps up all the way on this one. They've been covered on the way down. Um, but, uh, God, this one's in no man's land. The MACD just crossed up. The RSI's at 70. I wouldn't necessarily buy this one, but whew. Devin's up 3% in pre-market, in, in early trading at 55. Still under 60. I'd buy it in a heartbeat. Um, let's look at do, 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 Occidental up 1.77 at 58. Probably close to 60. You're probably good at selling, taking some profits if you're bought down below. Um, Tesla up 2%. It's above 750. If you've got this one, you may wait until 800. I don't know that it's going to hit that one, but I'd be worried about those quarter end numbers coming in. Um, that's essentially what I'm looking at. Uh, Exxon. XOM up 1.37%. Uh, this one in the algo, uh, let's see. Um, this is ironic. Are you really still in this one? Uh, no way. No way. This one's kind of funky. Let's look at this. Um, there we go. Exxon, you'd be out. You'd be out. You would have taken a 5% profit in the last one. That MACD is coming to cross up. I think Exxon, you take your chance on. Chevron, CVX. Let's look at this one. Uh, Chevron, CVX. Uh, do, 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 do. You'd be out. That MACD is crossing up. 146 and you got 180 in the bag. Huh. I think you'd take it. Their earnings are coming up um, on July 28th. So you got a month for earnings. Great opportunity, CVX. I like it. I'm going to put that one in my buy. CVX cross up. Do, 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 do. Okay. I think that's enough for today. Oh, five of the highest quality dividends. Um, and these are dividend uh, aristocrats. Uh, Lowe's, L-O-W. Um, that one is a buy at 177. You're at 182. SWK. Stanley Black and Decker. That one is a buy at 103. Um, you're at 110 right now. PII. Uh, Polaris. Buy at 102. You're at 108 right now. MACD is way up. All of these. Um, VFC, which is VF Corporation, which is a uh, apparel company. Buy at 45. You're at 47 right now. MO. Altria Group. Uh, you're a buy today. Wow. Altria. Um, 43.42. You're a 43.86. So 43.42 is a buy. This one has a huge, huge just slope down. Let's see what they do. What's their, what's their gig? Altria group. 
Altria Group is smokable and oral tobacco products in the United States. I can't. I'm not suggesting this one. Ironically, uh, equal weight, $43 price target from Morgan Stanley. Um, Isn't Altria the one that sells jewel or something? I don't know. You've been sliding down since June 7th on this one from 53 to 43. Uh, Their ex-dividend date just passed on June 14th. Looks like they pay a monthly dividend. Not a huge fan of this one. I mean, from a business perspective, they have an 8.29% dividend. Could you buy it down here? Potentially. Um, yeah. You are, you know, going back to 2012 when you were a $25 stock back in um, 2020, you were $40 stock. You're back to pandemic levels on Altria. But there was a highest quality and most undervalued dividend aristocrats. This was an article, I think, in, uh, uh, I forget, Seeking Alpha. That's where it was. So, gave you some ideas. Um, again, uh, I like, uh, you know, Costco. Another one. Let's see if Costco's a buy in the algorithm. I think it still was a buy. You're, you're still locked in. 459, you're at 485. That's just within a couple of days. Again, if you've gotten in before at 436, when I told you on May 24th, boom. So, uh, opportunities in the market, all there. Uvixi at 1424. God. I, again, I think that VIX, the VIX is up 3.89% to 28. Um, I, I, all the na- averages have turned lower. Uh, Apple's still up by 0.63. My portfolio may still be good. But, give you some opportunities. I'll be back tomorrow. More to come. Take care.